Hello, welcome to the latest episode of You Are My Borough. Thanks for joining us on video or podcast, however you watch or listen. Myself, Dom Shaw and Scott Wilson will talk latest things, Borough. Well, I say latest things, Borough. We're actually not doing that. It's a video or a podcast with a difference today. We've talked or suggested, and we've had a couple of suggestions about kind of best Riverside 11s and best Borough 11s and that sort of thing. Um, we thought what we'd do today is Borough's best Academy 11. Um which has meant I've spent the last half an hour digging through the academy list, and I just hope I haven't missed out anyone blatantly obvious because I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure we'll be uh, we'll be made to know about it. Yeah, 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 absolutely, exactly. So thanks as ever for joining us. Um, as we always say, if there's anything you want us to discuss, we will do a we'll do a Q and A special in the next next couple of weeks um especially with the transfer window opening next week so we can have, answer any questions you've got about that um and we have got some special guests lined up for the next couple of weeks um scott all good with you yeah enjoying the summer i think dom it's uh it's um it's actually kind of quite nice not to be trekking around the country watching football left right and center i'm sure come another month's time when pre-season's kicking in we'll be ready for it but um Obviously, they had the cup final, got the Champions League finals. There is still a little bit of footy knocking about. A couple of England games coming up, but um, but yeah, it's quite nice to get a bit of downtime, get out in the sun, isn't it? And this 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 kind of couple of weeks, it's as quiet as it gets football wise. And I know there's a Champions League, but in terms of borough, like local football, domestic football, um, yes. no preseason yet, no fixtures yet, really, other than preseason fixtures confirmed, no transfers yet. It's um. It's just a case of getting through these yeah. next couple of weeks, really, isn't it? It is the quiet spell, isn't it? You always get this. That kind of straight after the season, players go away on holidays, agents are either on holiday or tied up with players at tournaments. You know, there's under-21 tournaments going to be happening, under-17 tournaments, et cetera, et cetera. So they're not really working on deals at the moment. You know, there's talks. We know that Borough are... Um, have irons in the fire that you know that clearly the, the loan lads have gone back there'll be ongoing talks about them right through the summer there's, there's talks about other signs and everything but yeah in terms of the real nitty-gritty of transfer stuff we're not there yet and, and we probably won't be for another couple of weeks really until people start coming back for pre-season and that tends to focus players as minds doesn't it in terms of where they want to be right let's get stuck in um so the way we're going to work it is i've listed down um potential candidates for each position academy graduates borough academy graduates um and we're going to run through each position and pick who we think could play and 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 the team that i've got in my mind will take some beating it's a premier league team oh, um but we'll, we'll get bet. to that at the end in goal are um, we just one bit of clarification yeah are we judging these players on what they did with Borough or what they've done in the whole of their careers because obviously you know we, we we celebrate the players that have come through into Borough's first team but as we'll see when these lists come out there are players who didn't necessarily do it at Borough but have had a, gone on to have really good careers so when we're picking the team is it picked along the lines of what they did at Borough or their careers in the hall? This is really, this is probably the type of thing we should have had a chat about beforehand, really, isn't it? But but I've done it on, I've done it on, the, <laughs> I've done it on the careers on the whole. Um, so so the best the best eleven in terms of the best players, basically. Um, because as an example, like Lee, I guess like you're going to have Lee Catamore in regardless, but but like Catamore wasn't at Borough for all that long, really. Um, 
you know, he went on to enjoy most of his success elsewhere. Yeah. But I've got I've got him in as a bit of a spoiler alert. So yeah, that's how I've done it. <clears throat> fine, 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 fine. That sounds good. The the four keepers I've got down: Jason Steele, Ross Turnbull, Brad Jones, Ainsley Pears. I, I, I'll go first. Yeah. I've gone. I've gone. I've gone for steel. Now I, I know that sounds ridiculous given all that Turnbull achieved in his career, but he didn't play that much. Um and I know I know Steele had a rough time when he went to Sunderland uh, and he spent a lot of his career on the fringes as well, really. And, and it's only this season that he's quite remarkable. He got remarkably got back in the team at Brighton. Um but I thought Steele was unlucky at Borough. I, I, I thought Steele was a good, solid keeper at, at Borough. Um, we all know what happened in that Leeds game, Itor's first game, and then Karanka, for whatever reason, decided he wasn't for him. But but I think had had Steele played behind that rock-solid defence, he'd, he'd have been fine in that in that Borough team. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm going for Steele. And just as, just as an added aside, he's got one of the best hair transplants in professional football, which when you're follically challenged like me, is always worth a... Uh, Oh, I'm going for Steel. I would go. I would have to go Steel as well. I mean, Ross Turnbull's got an incredible array of medals, hasn't he? You know, the, the um, he's the quiz question of you know which players has Champions League medals, this, that, and the other, um, and you know, and and has played like twenty professional games. So, in terms of what he's got on to achieve in his career, medals-wise, it's unbelievable. But but you're right. I think. I think both in terms of what they did when they were at Borough and then what they've subsequently done, I think you'd have to go with Steele. And the thing with Jason Steele is, I mean, I watched Jason Steele, obviously, at Sunderland when he was at his absolute lowest ebb. He was part of that team that got relegated under Coleman and Grayson in the kind of Netflix season that dropped out of the championship. Um, and, and all three of Sunderland keepers that season made horrendous howlers, Jason included. And you thought after that, that his career was pretty much at an end. And yet, like you say, he's gone to Brighton and, and he's ended last season, keeping Sanchez out of the team, performing heroics for, for a side that has gone on and qualified for Europe. So incredible, really. Um, and yeah, I, I I agree. I would have Jason Steele as, as the keeper. So that's a good start. We're in agreement. Say, that's easy. Right, right backs. Um, I've only got two down. Stuart Parnaby and Tony McMahon. I'll, I'll let you go first on this one. Yeah, I think, I think out of, it's an interesting one because they both, they both kind of had their moments. But Parnaby obviously was playing in a better Borough team generally, a better era. Tony McMahon, he was involved, wasn't he, in that kind of European era, but he straddled across more into, obviously, when things started taking a bit of a, of a nosedive for Borough. Um, neither of them really went on to do an awful lot post-Borough. I think I'd just give the nod to McMahon. I always liked McMahon. I thought he was a you know a classic trier. Um, probably really made the most of what he had. I think that's fair. Um, you know, primarily played at right back, although did slot in in a few different roles during his time. Um, you know, proper local lad, um, County Durham lad, wasn't he? I, I, I'll go for McMahon, although I don't think there's an awful lot between them. I, I feel bad now, given that I've been on the phone to Tony McMahon this week and he's been great for a couple of pieces that we're doing and we're hoping to get him on here later this summer. 
I'm going to go Parnaby just. He played in a Ooh, European there's a, final. There's the, first, uh, there's the first clash then. Yeah, he played in a European final. And for that yeah. for, uh, for yeah. that reason. But but I agree. I don't think there's much between them at all. Um, they were both rock solid, weren't they? And, and like you say, you know, Tony said this week when I was speaking to him, he was talking about Hayden Hackney and he was saying how... Um, Borough fans will always, will always support you if they can see that you're giving that you're giving your all. And and McMahon yeah. said, you know, I might not have been the most gifted player, but but I, but I always gave a hundred percent. And I and I think both of them did. But but I also agree that Parnaby played in a better Borough team, didn't he? Um, yeah, Parnaby but, was probably better going forward, wasn't he? I think McMahon, you would say, was a, was a more defensive fullback, you know, full-blooded tackles, like you say, would run through a brick wall for you. Parnaby was probably the more cultured footballer. Um, but, but yeah, I, I don't think there's a lot. But go on, you, you go Parnaby, then I'll go well, McMahon. That's yeah, and fair. McMahon did lead. I'm talking myself out of it here because McMahon did captain the, 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 the FA Youth Cup winning team. But That's I'm, right, yeah. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to, I'm going to stick with Parnaby. Um, Centre-halves, where am I? There's some good choices here. I, I even considered yeah. playing 3-5-2 at one point. But um, your centre-halves that I've got down, David yeah. Weedle, Reese Williams, yeah. Ben Gibson, yeah. Nathan yeah. Wood, Dale yeah. Fry, Seb Hines, yeah. Matthew yeah. Bates, Andrew yeah. Davies. Oh, you've got some good players there, haven't you? Go, just list them all again. I need to get my pen out here. <laughs> this, is, David this, is, this, is, this is lack of organisation from the word go, isn't it? Don't even have a pen and paper. <laughs> right. Weeter Williams, Weeter Williams, Ben Gibson, yeah. Nathan Wood, yeah. Dale Fry, Seb Hines, Matthew Bates, Andrew Davies. I've gone for Weeter and Gibson. Mm. Um, and, I, and I think... Fry, you could make a case easily to be in that team. I thought Reese Williams was class. Andrew Davies was was quality when he came through. Um, but I think Gibson kind of speaks for himself. I think Gibson's, you know, when Gibson came through, he was he was class in that promotion winning team, wasn't he? And and his Burnley move didn't work out for him, but he still had a he still had an excellent career. So I, so I think Gibson in, and I think Weeter, you know, for that two or three year spell, called up for England. Um, got his big, well, got his move to, to Bolton that he didn't really want, but obviously Borough had, had gone down and it kind of had to go. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go for Weeter, Weeter and Gibson. Yeah, they're they're the two that I ringed on my hastily found pad when you were going through uh, going through those names, and I think it's impossible to look past them. I mean. Reese Williams was a really good footballer, again, in a pretty yeah. poor Borough team. You know, Strachan era is what where I have kind of Williams pigeonholed as. Um, but he was a, he was a really good footballer. Obviously played centre mid as well, didn't he? Um, Desperately unlucky with, those with injuries. injuries. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, just just horrendous injuries. Um, I always thought Matty Bates was an underrated footballer. Um, obviously played centre-half, played full-back. Um, Another one who had horrendous luck with injuries, horrendous, really, really career-threatening injuries, and yet still came through them. Um, but when he first came through, he was a proper ball-playing defender, wasn't he? You know, yeah. really good on the ball. Um, Dale Fry, we've obviously seen in the last, you know, two, three seasons, right up there in terms of the best there is in the championship. He'd be the one most knocking on the door. But I think, yeah. you know, I think it's impossible to look back. Ben Gibson. 
primarily because of that champion, uh, the, the promotion season, um, you know, was just so good then. Getting talked about moves left, right, and centre, stayed with Borough. Um, and, and then we, uh, yeah, the, the same really, you know, just a, a real solid. You kind of forget a little bit how good Wheater was because he, he his career then did tail off at Bolton, and obviously he's he's ended up kind of with Darlow last season and all of that. But but you're right for those couple of seasons when he was the top of his game. I mean, he was being linked with the very very top clubs in the country, and like you say, got the call up with England, went on a couple of squads, didn't he? Um, yeah, I, I think it's got to be Wheater and Gibson. And 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 on the left then, um, the three I've got are, are Andrew Taylor. David Murphy and Joe Bennett. Um, yeah. And there's also kind of Jonathan Grounds came played in the left. Hayden Coulson had that had that year when he broke through, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think I think those three, I think Murphy, Taylor, and Bennett are the are the are the obvious three. Who, who's your pick first? I would have to go Taylor out of yeah. those. Um yeah. I mean Joe Bennett did well, didn't he? Again, again, I keep saying this, but you know, probably in not the best borough teams, to be fair to him. Um and uh and, you know was a pretty athletic fullback was was an attacking fullback when when they weren't necessarily massively involved but Andy Taylor could do a bit of everything couldn't he he could attack he could defend he, he, he was pretty good with the ball he was pretty solid in a tackle really nice lad as well which I know shouldn't come into this but genuinely was a really nice lad um and again his his career then went on a bit of a magical mystery too and obviously he ended up with Bolton didn't he and when they were in absolute financial meltdown. He was a kind of PFA rep, wasn't he? He was the statesman-like figure in all of that and came across really, really well. Um, but yeah, in terms of what they did with Burr, I think Taylor Taylor definitely stands out. And he played in the, was it the Cardiff team that played against Liverpool in the cup final when Stewie yes. was, Stewie yes. was playing for Liverpool and Downing played on the right yeah. and Taylor was, was left back? Um that and you might. just kind of envisage you envisage them two playing together on the left, don't you, for Borough because they came yeah. through at similar times. Yeah, and yeah I think I yeah. think Taylor's the standout there. Um properly gets interesting in midfields. There's a there's a lot of right. options here. Um I'm going four two three one just before we start. I tore a be happy. Four um, two three one. Okay, well, I'll stick with that then to make life easier. So so on the right, um and and, and looking through, really, it's probably the only option to play on the right. I'm, go, I'm going to... Hold James on, is this the right of the three? If we're playing right. four, two, three, one. Three, one. So we'll go through with the two holding midfielders first. Yeah, go with the so, holding two first. So, so your options there, uh, Morris, James Morrison, if you want to play him in the centre. in the centre. Yeah. Lee Cadamall, Hayden Hackney, yeah. Adam Reach, maybe played a bit in the centre. Richie Smallwood, Marcus Tavernier, um... Yeah, that's it. The others are more wide players. So Morrison, Catamol, Hackney, Reach, Smallwood, Tavernier. I'm going for Catamol and Hackney. Okay. Catamol, you've got to have in there, haven't you? It's, it's, you know the career he went on to have, and I, and I think Catamol, kind of with respect to him, because he was he was an excellent player, obviously, but I think he he's one of those cases where. He he dragged absolutely every ounce of talent he had out of himself, and and I think I think Richie Smallwood's another one in that list. You know, Smallwood's had a yeah. great great career, Good won promotion career. with Rotherham and Blackburn and Hull, and he was unlucky not to win promotion with Bradford this year. He's had a a great career for himself. And when you speak to the academy coaches, 
they always talk, don't they, about how success isn't just getting players playing for Borough's first team. Success is making professional footballers. And when you look around yeah. the football league, there's kind of former Borough Academy graduates dotted around everywhere. Um, but I'm going with Catamol and, and Hackney alongside him. I know there's probably a bit of recency bias in there, but he's been so good this year, hasn't he? And 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 I think, you know, he has the makings of going on to enjoy quite the career, really. So they're, they're my midfield too. So I will go Catamol. I think Catamol has to be a stick on. I think that, um, yeah, you, you know, you're right. In terms of a proper centre midfield leader, doing all the dirty work, like you say, getting the absolute best out of himself. I still remember that, um, and I, 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 to be fair, I can't stand by this anymore now. I, I tried to stand by this for a long time. <laughs> but when him, and, when him and Jordan Henderson were coming through at Sunderland, I remember writing a column saying, why on earth are they picking Jordan Henderson for England? Catamore's the one that they should have this England team. And I tried to stand by that for a long time. Now, history hasn't been kind to me there, really. Let's be honest. Jordan Henderson, God, you know, star of the Premier League, won everything going, the nicest guy in football, etc., etc. Cats didn't quite get there. But um, I still think that, he, he you know, he... he he was just so good at what he did. Um, and like you say, yeah, not not necessarily always with Borough in terms of he didn't spend a, an awful lot of time with Borough. Um, but he was great with Sunderland. He was great with Wigan. He, he, you know, he had a, a, a proper Premier League career, didn't he? Um, so, yeah, I'd go Cats. Now, I'm going to go James Morrison as the second one. And before I explain that, I'll give the caveat that in another two or three years' time, Hackney or Tavernier might well be in that spot because right. I think that both of those players have the potential to be absolutely superb over the next decade. Hackney, we've seen it this season, but it, you know, I would argue it is just one season. Let's see how Hayden does next year when there's a bit more expectation on his shoulders. Let's see how he would manage if he was to play in the Premier League, hopefully with Borough, or if not, if he got to move further down the line. Tav, I've got to admit, has exceeded my expectations for him to Bournemouth this year. I, for all that he was great with Borough last season, I thought he would go to Bournemouth this year and potentially struggle in a in a team that would finish bottom of the Premier League. Now, Bournemouth obviously did way better than that, and Tav himself did. You know, his performances, the level of his performances, and his impact in terms of goals and assists has been really, really good. You know, arguably the best player in that Bournemouth team for big chunks of the season when he was fit. So... If he has another two or three seasons like that, then he would have to figure in this conversation. But for all that he never really got... Well, he didn't, did he really get any kind of a chance really at Borough? I think Morrison, for what he went on to do, obviously, you know, in, in that West Brom side, in the Premier League, in the Championship. I mean, he must have played in the top two leagues for pretty much a decade, didn't he, by the James Morrison's, you know, whole host of appearances, caps for Scotland... Um, Darlow lad, I mean, he feels a bit like one that got away from Borough, I've got to admit, because yeah, Borough absolutely. never saw anything of him, really. Now, you know, there were reasons when he was sold, I think it was under Southgate, wasn't it, that he was yeah. sold? Yeah. And and that, the route to the first team was blocked. You know, there were big names in that squad on big money. So I can kind of understand why he was would have wanted to, to, to leave and why Borough at the time probably felt, well, it's worth cashing in on this because this is a lad who's going to potentially sit on our bench for the next couple of seasons. As it is, with the way that things turned out, 
Morrison would have probably been the best player in the Borough team for the two or three years when things started going wrong and understruck and etc. Had he been there, so, um, so yeah, longevity at the at the top level and um, you know the, the way that he did it in the Premier League for a number of seasons. I'll go for Morrison and Catamore. Well, well, Morrison is on the right for me. Um, and now I can't. Oh, add, okay. I can't add much more than what you've said there, really, for him. But but because he, I completely agree, he was the one that got away. I, th- I think him and Catamore, you know, Catamore probably yeah. went too early as well, didn't he? When you look at what he went on to achieve, um, they're they're the two that that you know could have played integral parts for Borough, even in, even in the Premier League, because they went on to have brilliant Premier League careers, didn't they? So I'd have Morrison yeah. on the right. The the other options on the right. Uh, yeah. Isaiah Jones. Now, I've made a mistake here. I've got Jed Spence down for some reason. Obviously, Jed Spence is a right back. So I'm giving you the option. I'm giving you the chance to go back if you want to change your right back. I'm sticking with Parnaby at right back. I know. No, I'll stick with Jed had kind of, you know, three quarters of a really good season, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, things went awry badly there, really. So, no, I, I, I'm happy to stick with McMahon. Yeah. Um, so other options on the right, Isaiah Jones. Now, then then you've got your collection of wingers, um, yeah. Stuart Downing, Adam Reach, Chris Brunt, who went on to have a great career yeah. at West Brom, uh, yeah. Adam Johnson, Luke Williams, Jordan Jones, who obviously has had a had, um, real success at, at Scotland. Mentioned Luke Williams in there. I know he didn't have the career that he was capable of going on to have. Um, through injuries, because when he came through, he was a great hope, wasn't he? And I, I'm sure I'm right in saying he broke the record for becoming the youngest player when he was given his, yeah. his debut. Um, so I included him for that. But but I'm going. Um, well, I'll go right to left, and then that gives you the chance to to think about yours. Yeah. I'm going Morrison right, Tav as the number ten, and obviously Stewie on the left. Right. Um, right. So yeah, that. Go on, uh, you talk through that. You talk through that, and I'll have a little think because that, you 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 kind of thrown me now here. Right? Me jumping in with those two, so I might have to have a little rejig. Um, Downing speaks for himself. The best, you know, on the left, the the best academy player Borough have produced. Um, and it's interesting when you talk to any of the lads who came through in the years after him, they all talk about how. Downing was the benchmark. Downing was the one who they all looked up to. They all knew he was going to make it. And when you think back to, um, <clears throat> it, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Talking to Tony McMahon this week about Hayden Hackney, and McMahon was talking about how all players need a bit of luck to get into the team. It, I think it was Frank Quadru who got injured um, before Borough's game at Manchester United in two thousand and four, and and. McLaren was forced to move Parnaby from right to left and gave McMahon his debut at right back. You look at Hackney this year, that stroke of luck with the managerial change because he was yeah. nowhere near under Chris Wilder. And, and Downing had obviously had enormous success in that loan spell at Sunderland, hadn't he? Um, I think Mick McCarthy was the manager. You'll, you'll probably remember better he than was, me. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was, only, it was only when there was when Zendam was moved inside, really, wasn't it? Zendam got the yeah. injury. Then Zendam was moved inside and that gave Downing his chance. Um, and, you know, how we took it. He, 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 Hackney's emergence this year and how quickly he became such a key player kind of reminded me of of Downing in, in some senses. Um, and what, was it 35 England caps? Yeah, that's some achievement, isn't it? And, and uh, 
and a brilliant fella as well, which, which always helps, doesn't it? So I'm, put, I'm putting him yeah. on the left, obviously. Morrison on the right for all the reasons you outlined. I thought he was an excellent player, um, full of energy, wasn't he? And and, and became a West Brom legend. I, you know, I haven't got the numbers to. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played hundreds of games for them, didn't he? So I've got him there. And um, Chris Brunt had a great career. Adam Reach has had a has had a really good career, hasn't he? In yeah. The but but I've gone with Tav as number ten. Um, really good last year for Borough. Good, really, for two or three years. You know, he broke through under Gary Monk, didn't he? Scored the goal against Sunderland in the one 0 win um, in Monk's time in charge. Um, I'm laughing here because I can see you desperately doing your working out as I, as I, as I chat along. Um, I know, I know. And then obviously got his, got his Premier League move last year. And I completely agree with you. In fact, in January or February this year, I remember thinking, Tav might well get to this summer and regret his move because at that stage, I fancied Borough to go up and I thought Bournemouth were going to come down. Um and I don't think I was alone in thinking that Gary Neal wasn't going to keep that Bournemouth team up. Fair play to him for for uh, how to O'Neill for the job he's done, but to Tavernier as well for for quickly making himself at home in the Premier League. And um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put him in as my number ten. Go on then. Have you had a rethink? Yeah, well, I can't really argue with much of your thinking there. To be perfectly honest. Um... So I've gone for Morrison and um, Catamol as my kind of two, as the two, if you like. Yeah. Um, and I'll stick with that. I will. I'll, I'll stick with that. Um, so Downing, like you, you cannot leave Stewie Downing. You know, he, he is the shining light of Burroughs Academy, as you said. He was the trailblazer. Um, you know, wonderful with Borough. You know... I think sometimes academy players are easy targets, aren't they? And and at, at certain times of his spells at Borough, some of the kind of stick down and got, or the faint praise that he was being damned with, was re- I just could never understand it. Like, you know, a genuinely world-class player who's played for some of the leading clubs in the world, um, who has won England caps, you know, a man of the match, if memory serves me right, in a game against Germany in an England shirt. Um you know, proper borough lad through and through as well. Um, you know, he he is what an academy is there for, isn't he? He's what it's all about. So, yeah, down and absolutely. And I was trying to think, could I fiddle this team around by getting? Because the interesting thing is, all of those players really are left wingers, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Burr, you know, went on this remarkable run of creating and 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 um, developing left wingers. Um, you know what a, problem a you've got here? Remember when Sven didn't have any left wingers? So yeah. Ashley Cole ben. and William Bridge together on yeah. the left. You're, you're yeah. going to have to do the same by forcing two or stick, three left stick, wingers. Stick Paul scores out on the uh, on the left hand <laughs> side. Yeah, yeah. Wonder why he's not doing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but Stewie Downing at his best was a left winger for Borough. Wasn't oh, yeah. That they were his best moments in a Borough shirt without a shadow of a doubt. Not the number ten. Not the deeper role he ended up in. Not this. Not that. A left winger. So. I'll have Downing as a left winger. I'll have Tav as my number 10. As I said, when we were talking earlier, um, I've been hugely impressed by what he's done at Bournemouth this season. I I suspect his career is going to go from strength to strength. I hope it does. So I'll have him there. Um, 
You went Morrison on the right. I've had Mor- I've kept Morrison in midfield. So I think what I'm going to do, and this is this is where you're fooling around, really. I'll stick Brunt on the right and tell him that he's playing an inverted winger, cutting <laughs> in. Um, he probably won't moan at me. He won't like it because he's as left-footed as they come, isn't he, Chris Brunt? But in a similar way to James Morrison, he had a wonderful career post-Borough, didn't he? Um, you know, um, so many... So many uh, kind of standout performances with, with West Brom... Um, and and probably not one that got away in the same way that, that you could say about Morrison and Katz because um, he never, he, you know, he was further away at Borough, wasn't he? It wasn't like he broke into the Borough team and spent half a season there or a season there and then moved. That didn't really happen for him. So, um, but I think Brunt deserves to be in the team. So because he he would really share the same spot as Downing, I'll compromise by putting him on the other side. So I'll go Brunt, Tavernier, Downing behind Morrison and Catamore. I can already hear the disgruntlement from the stands at playing rep square pegs in round holes. Yeah, there. that's what I'm doing. That's <laughs> what I'm doing. Um, up front, I don't think I'm missing anyone here, but it is an area where Borough haven't produced as many players no. as, as elsewhere in the pitch. Although, you know, it, it is the hardest player, the hardest position to produce players who are going to make a big impact at a high level, isn't it? Um, yeah. But the three I've gone with are Josh Coburn, uh, obviously just coming through, Danny Graham and Charlie Wyke. I've I've gone, I, I think if we were doing this in two or three years' time, then Coburn would be the pick because I think Coburn's got a, a big future ahead of him. Um, Joey Barton this season tipped him to go on and play for England, which is the kind of ultimate praise. You know, whether he reaches those levels is... Is it, it's impossible to say at this stage, but I do think he's gonna he's, he's got a, he's got a really good career ahead of himself, and I'm excited to see what he's capable of this really season cool. on the back of his yeah. Bristol Rovers loan. Um, Charlie Wyke has had a brilliant career. When you look at, I, I always kind of like seeing players who who were willing who were willing to drop down. I remember saying to Charlie, I remember speaking to Charlie, and he talked about when he first left Borough and how it would have been kind of easy for him really to sit tight and the comfort of Rockcliffe and hope he forced his way in. But he knew at that stage he wasn't going to when he looked at the players ahead of him in the pecking order. Dropped down to League Two and and, and worked his way back up and has had a brilliant career since. Um, and I sat down with him last year to do a long interview with him, obviously, after he'd had his cardiac arrest and he talked yeah. there about the, the the struggles he'd faced to come back. And and again, I think it's credit to his approach, really, and, and his... And his and his strong will to get back playing after that, considering what he went through and, yeah, and, and, and the torture he went through there. So a big shout out to Charlie as well. But I think Danny Graham's the obvious pick. Played in the Premier League, made more than 500 professional appearances, a lot of them at a high level. Um, and although maybe he was only at the, the, the top, top level for a relatively short period of time. Um, yeah, Graham's leading the line for me. Yeah, there's not a lot to... I think Danny Graham, Danny Graham's career took him to higher heights than Charlie White's, didn't it? As you said, definitely. Um, And and he had those little purple patches where he was really explosive, wasn't he? Um, Cardiff. Yeah. Where he scored Um, a lot of goals. Watford. Swansea. Swansea, Swansea, yeah. Swansea. Swansea. Um, 
but then but then also had periods in his career clearly where it didn't work for him. Um, coming back to the northeast, being a you know a, a, an obvious example there. Um, Charlie White never got as high as Danny Graham, did he? Um, but like you say, worked his way back, was absolutely integral to that Sunderland side in the season when he scored all of those goals. Um, it's a it's a very very close call that. I think you're right. I think because of the levels that he got, I think you've got to go Danny Graham. I think you've got to go Danny Graham. Um, like you say, played in the Premier League. Um, you know, went for a fair bit of money at various stages of his career as well because he was very, very highly thought of. Um, like I say, you know, didn't work for him at all, certainly when he had that spell at Sunderland. I remember watching him there and he, and he was really struggling. But I think at his best, yeah, I think you're right. I think, I think we'll just nudge it to Graham. Uh, when he came back to Borough, was it Doncaster away's debut? Because uh, yeah. it was a big signing. It was a big signing when he, he came was. back. That was he Karanka, was. wasn't it? Karanka's first season. Yeah, um, the start, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, Karanka obviously came in the October, was it? And I think he came in the January of that season, didn't he? But not his first full season. But yeah, um, yeah, I remember being at Doncaster away that that nil nil draw that was a proper nothing. It was during that stint where Borough had the spell. I can't remember how long it was, but they went that spell without scoring a goal. Um, yeah, they weren't, yeah, conceding, yeah, yeah. weren't conceding yeah. either, but but they weren't scoring. But yeah, it didn't it didn't work out. The other thing I, I always remember about Danny Graham was it Charlton where he scored his first goal for Borough and got knocked out in the process. He, he went through and won a header and got flat. Yeah, I think he was. Out and he was laid flat out while the fans North Stand. It was at the North Stand sang his name. But um, yeah, both going with Graham. Not a bad team. Yeah. I think so. I think so. I think, uh, like you say, I, I I do have a bit of a soft spot for White just because of the story. But yeah, I, I think you have to go with Graham. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm just looking here now. 38 goals in 91 games for Watford, 15 in 54 for Swansea. I think most of them would have been scored in a row. Then one in 37 for Sunderland, six in 18 for Borough on loan. I, I, I'm surprised it was as many as that, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, but then still forty-five for Blackburn between two thousand sixteen two thousand and twenty. Yeah, I think I think longevity, like you say, the levels he was playing at. I think it's got to be Graham. It, you know, when you look at that, um, I mean, if you count up the, the team we've gone through there, and and that's without even the players we've left out. Um, you know that the, the Premier League appearances that, that they'll have racked up there, the achievements, the silverware. Yeah. It's some team, in it? You know, no, no it wonder. Really no wonder there's so much pride. Really so, so what was, what's your final 11 then? My final 11, in goal, Jason Steele. My defence is Parnaby, um, Wheater, Gibson and Taylor. Midfield two is Catamall and Hackney. My three behind is Morrison, Tavernier and Downing. And up front is Danny Graham. So we're pretty similar. I've got, uh, yeah, I've got Steele in goal. I've got McMahon, Wheater, Gibson, Taylor. I've got Catamall and Morrison. I've got Brunt, Tavernier, Downing, and then I've got Graham. So yeah, we're, we're we're pretty much we're pretty much the same, really. And and like you say, um, you know, a a, a real a real um, well, a, a real star cast. But also, I think what's noticeable about it, and in terms of Burroughs Academy, is it a kind of cast that goes right through the ages. You know, Downing as the trailblazer through a kind of Catamall and Morrison and Brunt. Then through to your McMahons and your Wheaters, 
then then your Ben Gibsons and and your you know your Dale Fries who was knocking on the door, and then right up to date with your uh, Tabs and and your Hayden Hackneys and hopefully your Josh Coburn. So, um, you know, you're talking two decades there where consistently that academy has churned out top class footballers, which is saying something, isn't it? And I think um, you, you know we have had a couple of suggestions, haven't we, for doing for doing an all time Riverside eleven. Um, you you were talking about Downing there. You'd be hard pressed to leave Downing out of that team, wouldn't you? You know, he'd be, oh, in he'd, be in mine. he'd be in mine. Yeah, he'd, he'd, be in mine. yeah he'd, um, he'd definitely be in mine. He'd definitely yeah. be in mine because, um, yeah, you know, just on pure footballing ability alone, he'd be right up there. But then the fact that he had that emotional tie, he came back to the club. You know, we forget the whole saga when he was playing, even though he wasn't really contracted. And, you know, you forget all of that. Um, yeah, you've got to have you've got to have Stewie Downing, you know, right at the top of, of that academy pile. And like you say, in any 11 of the Riverside era, Downing would be my pick for the left. Yeah. Excellent. Well, let us know what you think. Let us know if we've missed anyone obvious out. I really hope we haven't after yeah. 36 minutes and 50 seconds of talking. Um, and let us know your 11s, obviously. Um, you know, get in touch on Twitter, get in touch uh, via the comments section here. And we, we do take notice of those, obviously, and we appreciate all the feedback that comes our way, unless it's from Luton and Coventry fans, which continues to pour in, I see. Um, so, yeah, do... do <laughs> Do continue to, to get in touch and let us know. As we said at the start, like, subscribe and, and let us know if there's any other topics or issues you want us to discuss. We'll be back next week. We'll have a look at the uh, summer transfer agenda ahead of the window opening. And we've got some special guests lined up in the coming week. So thanks again for watching or listening and enjoy your weekend.